Welcome to the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs. You'll hear insights and ideas from the world's top entrepreneurs and thought leaders designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Now, now here's your host, Steve Cypress. Are we live? I don't know. I think we are. It's the new Facebook Live producer interface. Can't tell if we're live, but let's just say we are and let's go for it. We'll find out later. If the joke's on me, I'll do it all over again. It's going to be short and sweet today. It's Direct Mail Monday, April 20th, 2020. Steve Cypress here with uh, the age-old question. Uh, Well, before we get to the age-old question, uh, as usual, you tune into Direct Mail Monday because it's not just about direct mail. It's where I use examples of mail that I've received to illustrate successful and effective advertising, marketing, and sales strategies and tactics that work. And so this works in all areas with all messages before anyone's going to respond to your message they have to get your message and so before they can respond to an email they have to open the email before they respond to your phone call they have to answer the phone before they respond to you speaking for stage they have to pay attention to what you're saying before they can respond to your online seminar, your webinar, they have to get on the online webinar and pay attention and not be Facebooking and checking their email through and paying attention to what you're saying. That's the whole point. Before someone can respond, they have to get your message. Well, the way we illustrate it with direct mail is no matter how much you paid the greatest copywriter in the world and put in the most unbelievably irresistible offer in the world and your products and services are unbelievably excellent and you're the greatest person ever none of that matters if people don't open the mail so step one of an email is get them to open the email step one of a conversation is get people to want to talk to you step one of a webinar is get people onto the webinar step one of direct mail is get people to open the envelope so this is a strategy that we talk about uh, from time to time. If you follow along with my Direct Mail Monday videos that I've been doing every Direct Mail Monday for almost uh, about a little over three years now, this is what I call sneak up mail. This gives uh, no indication of who it's from, what it's about. Uh, It's not pure sneak up mail. Pure sneak up mail would actually look like it's personal mail, really sneak up on them. Make it look like it's a letter from a friend. Might have a a return address with just initials on it, a a live stamp, a regular number 10 envelope, hand addressed, uh, maybe a sticker for the return address, but handwriting, nothing printed, no barcodes, no uh, indices, no, uh, you know, bulk rate mailing, any of that. So really sneaks on. But at least when you don't include the return address and you don't include anything, on the envelope to give a clue 
So what it's about, at least it's a minor version of what I call sneak up mail. So here's our example today. And if you can see that, this is, uh, first of all, it's uh, a six by nine. It's a, it's a uh, off size. So it's not a, a number 10, regular number 10 envelope. So it sticks out a little bit from the pack of mail. It's also yellow and not uh, regular white. So it sticks out a little bit, but there's absolutely nothing on the back. And on the front, there's a indicia. Where is it? There it is, postage paid indicia. It says, the only thing it says is, inside time-sensitive information, a really poor, horribly poor, meager, weak attempt at what we call creating urgency. Uh, but, of course, that's the lazy way to do it. You print up 100,000 envelopes or a million or however many they send out, uh, and you stamp that on it. Uh, as a small business, likely this comes from a big company. That's telltale sign right there. A small business owner, we're much more nimble and therefore much more effective with our marketing. We could put a uh, an absolute deadline on it, an actual deadline that says inside uh, or open before April 25th. Special offer open before April 23rd. Important information open before... So we could actually do a much better job of getting urgency by having an actual date instead of just going time-sensitive information. Time-sensitive to who? How could it be time-sensitive to me? I don't even know what's coming. So I'm sure it's time-sensitive to the sender. Sender wants you to respond immediately. Uh, anyway, and it has a window envelope, which screams business, of course. Uh, but that's it. There is no return address. There's nothing to tell you what this is about. So I have a choice as the recipient. I can get this and go, hmm, looks like some solicitation from a business. They say it's time sensitive, but who knows what that means. If it was sent to me as a customer, say, uh, of my cell phone company or my electric company or uh, cable TV or anything like that as a customer, as a member, it would likely say that. They wouldn't want to sneak up on me. They would let me know who it's from because that, that would be a trusted sender. I'm likely to open it. So this is likely somebody attempting to sneak up on me, attempting to sell me something and getting me to open this without telling me who they are. Even knowing all of that, saying all that to myself, there's still very little chance that I'm going to go. And therefore, I'm just going to toss this in the garbage without opening. Still, there's a, that little bit of curiosity, and sometimes that's all it takes. So a lot of this does not induce curiosity at all. Like, it's clearly pre-sort standard, so it's a, it's, they don't value me too much with the pre-sorting and a, a windowed envelope and this bogus time-sensitive information message doesn't mean anything. They have the barcode on it. I mean, it's clearly some strange big company trying to sell me something. Still, there's that little bit of curiosity that if I throw this out, what if it was, I don't know, from my cell phone company telling me something important about my cell phone service? What if it was something important? What if it was an offer from a company that I love and not just a strange company trying to solicit me? I mean, there's that little bit of curiosity, and that's all it takes to get it open. So in this case, it works. And right here live on Direct Mail Monday, I'm going to take out my trusty... Rhino letter opener, and we're going to open this and see who it's from. Any guesses? If you're following along, 
If you're here live or watching on the replay, maybe now you're guessing to yourself, or maybe you've gotten one like it, and you go, Steve, you don't know that. It's from such and such company. I get those every couple of months. By the way, if you do get them every couple of months, what does that mean? Correct. Telltale sign that it's working. That's how you know. If you get a repeat message, if you see a repeat commercial on TV, yeah, it, it likely annoys you, the non-marketer in you says, oh, I'm annoyed by that. I see this all the time. Or I keep seeing that ad all the time in the paper or on the internet or in my scrolling through Facebook. I just keep seeing that ad all the time for months. Is it ever going to go away? Likely it's going to go away sometime. But it's also extremely likely, if not guaranteed, that it's working. Somebody's paying for every time you're seeing that. So if you're receiving this from time to time and you go, Steve, how do you not know what that is? I get one of those every couple of months. I tell you the company and whatever. Uh, that's a telltale sign it's working. So it's a telltale sign that you might want to model what they're doing and put your message in this kind of a mailer. Because at least step one, if I'm any indication, it will get opened. So there we go. Let us see. Drum roll, please. What is it? Oh, it's a pitch to buy insurance. Don't they know I'm a member of the uh, AARP? How could I forget talk about repeat mailings? I mean, I must share stuff from AARP on here at least once a month. I get tons of stuff from them. And it's it's basically a front, uh, a facade for an insurance selling operation. All kinds of car insurance, home insurance, life insurance, health insurance. AARP is pitching me every kind of insurance under the sun. So Liberty Mutual has a tough uphill battle uh, when AARP is drowning me in insurance pitches. But here they come. Oh, since it was a window envelope, I have not crossed out my address for privacy on the inside. I almost forgot to do that. Anyway, so there it is. It's the old Liberty Mutual, and there's some kind of... We, know, we call this an involvement device. Again, if you follow along with my direct mail Mondays, this is a perforated card, which I have a feeling is not perforated. But it does say tear out the cards, but to tear it, it's not perforated. So you've got to bend it, fold it, tear it. doesn't tear well. <laughs> it's really messed up to tear it. I don't know anyone that actually does tear it. There you see, like, oh, tore it up. doesn't look pretty. But uh, there it says, you could save seven. <laughs> I love these pitches. You could save $782. I could save $42. I could pay more. I could save $4,682. It has nothing to do. They don't know what kind of, how many cars they have, how much I drive them, how old they are, what kind of coverage I want. They just pick out a number out of thin air and say, you could save 782 Now. Of course, that would not be true if my insurance cost was less than 782 Otherwise, I guess I could save 780 But I think we only pay like 100 bucks a month for sure. Like, you know, when I prepay, it's like 11 1200 bucks a year or something. Like, so save 782 Not sure. I really believe that, that you could get my annual insurance on my car down to 300 and something bucks a year. I don't think so. Uh, but okay. Uh, don't renew your auto and home insurance before getting a free rate quote. That's their irresistible offer, a free rate quote. This is so weak and terrible. 
So I'm going to take back a little bit about what I said. Sometimes you receive a mailing or an email or you see an ad over and over and over, not because it works, because it's being sent by a company who's doing some idiotic marketing. And there's a lot of idiotic marketing going on by big companies that have really deep pockets. And it's not like the investors are having any decision about what dollars are spent on what marketing. Unlike us as a small business owner, hopefully you have the final say in your marketing and advertising spend. So if you don't want to do something, you say no. But in this case, they're hiring kids right out of school just because they have a marketing degree who don't know anything, obviously, about effective advertising and marketing. They mail out crap like this, and then they give the excuse like, well, you know, uh, people have to receive it multiple times before they're going to respond. Or, uh, you know, you never know when somebody's insurance is only up once a year, so we have to send these out every month so that it hits on the time that they're renewing their insurance. They're making insurance. They'll give you all kinds of excuses instead of just admitting it sucks, it doesn't work, it doesn't get a response. If this thing really worked, it was some so irresistible offer. Believe me, I'd put it aside until my insurance ran out. I'd put it right in the file with the insurance policy. And when that was up for renewal, I'd go, yeah, where's that thing? That's right, it's in the insurance file. Here it is, incredible offer, boom. In this case, free rate quote, not an irresistible offering. In fact, by definition, it's the very opposite. It's what we call the incredibly, perfectly, unbelievably, totally resistible offer. There's almost no way that I give a crap about a free rate quote, which is something everybody does. And it is, of course, to their benefit. Right? So if you're mailing out, you say, I give you a free rate quote. Whose benefit is that to? Is that to my my benefit, the consumer, to get a rate quote, that I wake up this morning in a pool of sweat, my beautiful wife, Michelle, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? I just need a rate quote. I just need a rate quote. I can't sleep. I need a rate quote. Like, no, said nobody ever. So no one wants your rate quote. No one needs your rate quote. It's not even a crappy offer. It's just, it's the worst possible. It's just, it's horrible. And so big, dumb insurance companies send this out, and they usually get to get the co-op dollars from the local uh, insurance rep. Like they'll send this out, you know, they, they'll tell the insurance agent, hey, come with us and we'll, you know, we'll back you with our marketing. And then they have to put in X amount a month to the marketing and they mail out crap like this, right? You get crap letters from Allstate, State Farm, Liberty, you name it. It's just real crap, which is why, by the way, huge opportunity for the independent insurance agent who pays attention to my videos, even better, gets my help or somebody else that knows what they're doing, go to helpfromsteve.com and help you out. And you can outmarket these guys with 17 hands tied behind your back. This is so crappy. No one's responding to this crap, and yet they keep sending it out. So save hundreds on auto insurance alone. 721 lower than Geico. 691 lower than Allstate. 538 lower than State Farm. None of, none of those numbers sound familiar. I've already thrown it out. Not, 782? Yeah, I thought so. None of these numbers are, are 782. So I still don't see how am I going to say. Oh, yeah, there it is on the bottom, too. So it says, Steve, you can save 782, but here are the savings numbers, and none of them are 782. So the whole thing is so poorly done. It's amazing. And, of course, on the back, they have to have all the weasel claws, two-point type that nobody can read, you know, savings validated through countrywide survey of new customers who, 
discounts and savings are available where state laws and regulations allow blah, 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 blah. Oh my goodness, is that horrible. So they did a great job of getting me to open it only to do an incredibly horrible job of giving me any possible chance of responding to it. I have zero, zero interest. Couldn't possibly have any interest in responding to that piece of crap. And that'll do it on that note. <laughs> what are you going to do? Sometimes it's a winner. Sometimes it's an absolute loser. But for the point of the video, got it open. It's a winner there. So how much better is your message going to do if you use the sneak up blind mailing to get it open, but then you actually have a useful piece of marketing on the inside when someone opens it up, bang, bang, ding, 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 you're a winner. And that's the way we like it. So that'll do it for Direct Mail Monday. Going to get a drink of water. I'm pretty sure I can wait two seconds till I end the video. I'll be back tomorrow again on top of Tuesday. I'm going to share a little story about our beloved rambunctious Cocker Spaniel Emmanuel. And how that relates, even though he's been gone for about four years, how that relates to you and your business today. I'll be back with that message tomorrow. Over and out. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs hosted by Steve Cypress. Join us tomorrow for another exciting episode designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Also, go to rhinodaily.com for more great business exploding tips, strategies, and tactics from the world's top experts. Plus, snag your free copy of Money Making